Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, hour number two of the early line. Coming off, Donnie right side with you right here on Sportsbook on a Friday morning. A little hot or not transition. It'll help us recap and preview some of the action in the college football world. I didn't have a better way to write this. It's, it's kind of a variation of hot or not, but it still works here. Ohio State wins 45-31 to over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. C.J. Stroud with four touchdown passes in his debut for the Buckeyes. Higher or lower, Donnie, little variation, on Ohio State after their week one performance? Actually, you know what's kind of interesting? If you started watching that football game, you go, oh, man, Ohio State, are they even going to win? You know, lose three games this year, let alone go unbeaten? But I have to say I'm a little bit higher on Ohio State because I loved what I saw. Wait, what do you mean you loved what you saw? They were down at the half, and they needed a second-half victory. That is exactly what's supposed to happen with a 19-year-old quarterback on the road, fans in the stands against a good football team and showed some adversity. How many times do we talk about whether it's a, you know, NCAA March Madness tournament or just playing through a football season? You're going to get adversity. It's how you handle that. A young kid who didn't have a good first half and didn't have many opportunities saying at halftime, guys, I got this, man. And boy, did they open it up in the second half with some dominant wide receiver play. And how many times do we see in that football game this young kid drop back to pass and throw a beautiful ball downfield to wide open wide receivers? I'm higher on Ohio State today than I was yesterday because I saw exactly what I wanted. A football team going on the road, breaking in a young new quarterback in a tough environment, hitting adversity and saying, you know what? We got this here. That is huge for the confidence of that quarterback, for the Ohio State fans and their teammates around them. They're going to have a good football season. And I left that game going, you know what? Ohio State got into the 40s after that first half. Let's see how explosive that football team can be throughout the rest of the Big Ten schedule. It absolutely is a situation where you come back, I think, higher on the team. Because now you've already kind of seen them in a battle. And you've seen them bounce back 35 Second half points on the road for C.J. Stroud and this Ohio State offense. And here's the thing, too. If you're watching this game and if you came into it with concerns over C.J. Stroud, you probably leave it saying, oh, yeah, this almost doesn't matter because the weaponry is just so impossibly good. Olave and Wilson is every single thing that they've been hyped up to be. Master Teague evidently is RB3 on this depth chart, which we'll make a side note on in just a moment. But everything that... Ohio State is going to bring to the offensive table is why I wanted to play this team over 11 wins because it is going to be almost impossible for the good Big Ten teams to avoid Ohio State's offense just coming again and again and creating separation. Monster, monster football game for that win total next week and just for college football as a whole as they host number 11 Oregon. We'll get a glimpse at Oregon this weekend, but that is such a big-time football game, but the confidence that this team should have with that kind of a second-half performance I think is massive. I want to make this quick point here, Donnie, on the Master Teague thing because we were joking about it a little bit on In Play Sports tonight, but it felt like potentially a valuable lesson where if you're going to bet <laughs> college football props, no problem with me. If you prefer to bet your college football props later in the day, 
Definitely no problem with me. Donnie knows. I like to click submit on bets at 7 o'clock if kickoff is at 7 o'clock. I, I know it's a bit of a headache, so I understand all of that. But at the minimum, do yourself a favor and get a sense of what the numbers are early so you can track the movement. We bring the radio audience into the fold here. Thanks to all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside with you on a Friday morning. Because, Donnie, we saw Master Teague's number start to drop, 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 drop. And it turned out, yes, yeah, somebody knew something. And what they knew is that Master Teague is clearly not RB1 on this team. No, we saw him last year like, hey, man, it's a really good running back. And you go through the offseason, you figure he's probably going to be the starter. You line up, meaning they're going to hand off the football to a lot to running backs to try to ease the young quarterback into play. And you saw right away, he's like, wait a second. This guy's not even starting right now. And if I think he got under 10 carries yesterday, barely did any damage. So came, what, 80 yards short of his goal, roughly. That's just a lesson for everybody. Watch some football. Sit back and relax. Bet in-game in the first couple weeks, like taking the Ohio State minus four and a half live in-game when they don't even have the lead and watch them win by 14 points. That's a much easier recipe for success than going, as we did yesterday on the early line, Kevin, saying, hey, you know what? This Teague prop looks hmm. great. Maybe we should get involved to the night show going, oh, wait a second here. Why is this prop bet <laughs> down 10 yards right now? And I'm out completely, Kevin. Also, just to say, Ohio State getting to 45 points. And wow. for those that played the Tennessee boost, losing because oh. Tennessee only got to 38 against Bowling Green. <laughs> An unbelievable scene. Just to quickly bring up some of the other notes from yesterday's college football action before we fully transition into our preview. The one thing that I have to say, Donnie, for the Oklahoma State win total that both of us picked for the Big 12, I think is buoyed by yesterday's results because the two out-of-conference games uh, coming up in the next two weeks, not this weekend, obviously, are Boise State and Tulsa. Tulsa lost as a three-and-a-half touchdown favorite, and Boise blew a 21-0 lead. Yeah, no, it does help. You, we're watching everything, and we can root those on as it goes. So you were hoping for, hey, you know, you might get a tough game. I had those both as victories, but with maybe a little bit more of a question mark after seeing that. Now, it's up to Oklahoma State, Kevin, not to be like, oh, man, what are they doing? Now it's no factor that they can win either one of those games. This is the early season of college football. This is what happens, and it's fun to watch. Also, the Chanticleers hung 52 oh. on the <laughs> Citadel. No better sign that you've made it as a program than hanging 52 on the Citadel. <laughs> Up next, we start our college football preview with Georgia Clemson. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Time to break down some college football here. Georgia, Clemson. Clemson, Georgia. 
What a mm. game this is going to be being hosted in North Carolina where the Carolina Panthers play football. I hope Panthers fans go to this game. You'll see much better football teams than your Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Certainly better quarterback play. Sam Darnold stinks. That's besides the point here. But I tell you what, Donnie, this number creep, creep, creeping closer towards the Bulldogs here. You're laying under a field goal now if you are going to back the Clemson Tigers. We, you know, because this has obviously been the game of opening weekend. So we've been tracking this one. This was closer to four and a half. I mean, you're busting through key numbers here now. The total is 50 and a half. Clemson, Georgia, three versus five. Amazing. And I love that. This is what we, you know, week zero, we were hoping for one of these matchup type games. These are the fun ones. This is the pageantry of college football coming back out. A neutral site game. You're going to be able to pack the stadium, you know, half of it orange, half of it red. Two amazing fan bases that are going to travel well and get there. Maybe a little bit closer for the Clemson fans than the Georgia fans. But when you take this game on its outset, Kevin, it feels like national championship implications on both sides and I can see this both ways Kevin because if we're looking at Georgia obviously coming in as a top five team Clemson coming in as a top three team DJ Uyunglele starting at quarterback the NIL guy that you're seeing on Dr. Pepper commercials now he has to now live up to that billing and how about this Kevin in college football earn that paycheck never thought you would actually hear that from a college football player but I do think he has the goods to be great and I do think there is a modicum of success at Clemson that they're used to these big environments, Kevin. This is one of hey, yeah. let's go perform and see what we can do. They fully expect to win this football game as they are favored. But let's take a look at the totality of the season for both of these football teams as opposed to even just in-game. If I were to tell you right now, if I think Georgia wins this football game and puts away Clemson, a top-three team, they're going to the national championship. But on the flip side here, if Clemson loses this game and Georgia wins – Kevin, I still think Clemson is going to the National Football, the uh, Conference Football Playoff Championship. The reason I say that is if you roll reverse, I don't think there's wiggle room for Georgia, even though they would lose to a top five football team to get into the college football playoff. But I do think there is wiggle room for Clemson because if you want to lose, I don't say you want to lose, that's the wrong way to phrase it. If you do lose early, you have 11 more games to make that up. So if you start 0-1 and, and end up 11-1, and hey, we're one of the hottest teams in the country. We rolled the schedule through. The only team we lost to was a top-five team at the time to Georgia. You can sell that. You know what you can't sell? Going 11-0 and and losing your last football game and then telling the playoff committee you deserve to be in. So just from a season-long perspective, Kevin, I think the onus is on Georgia to win this football game because I think if they win, they can afford to take another loss during the season because they play that SEC schedule. And, oh, yeah. We did beat a top three team at a neutral site here. So if, if I have it correct, because I think that Georgia losing this game has the ability to make it back up by running the table, getting to an SEC title game, and then you play Bama. You'll be fine. Again, I'm assuming, obviously, Bama makes it there. Nothing is guaranteed in that respect. But if that's how it plays out, I think Georgia has that ability to make it up. The Clemson thing is something that you and I have discussed a couple of times, whether it be on this show, radio, is Clemson does not play an opponent worth anything after this Georgia game until the ACC Conference Championship game. The thing that we've seen, though, is if you lose early, because a lot of people say, oh, you got to look at the whole body of work. That apparently is actually coded for all you have to do is look at the final seven weeks of a season. The whole body of work actually (laughs) doesn't matter. They lose to Georgia. As long as it's competitive, they will be told, ah, don't worry about it. Because they blasted NC State and they rolled Boston College and they put Louisville down. And they're going to be given that wiggle room that their schedule shouldn't really provide them. Now, where Clemson would get tripped up, though, Donnie, I believe is losing to Georgia and then Georgia losing in an SEC title game where now if the SEC does occupy two of the four spots, unbeaten Sooners, unbeaten Buckeyes, Clemson, to me, Donnie, if you're going to take a long shot on one of these elite teams to miss the college football playoff, they would be that team simply because they don't have the ability, in my eyes, to make it up. 
However, I'll add this caveat before I pass it back to you. They beat Georgia on Saturday. You can already book them into the college football playoff. That is correct. That is correct. Now, also, when you take a look, because the reason why this makes so much sense, and this is why the rankings, Kevin, I know why they do it, because you could slap it on TV, Kevin, you say three versus five. We we don't know who the top five teams, the top 10 teams in the country right now. We're voting based on something we haven't even seen with an arbitrary number. So the fact that Clemson gets that three number hung up here is ranked third in the country and number five for Georgia. Let's play just, you know, a theme of this. 31 to 28. If we take a look at a game uh, that's going to be played, close game either way, but I'm going to say that Georgia wins 31 to 28 over Clemson. Clemson's number three. They just lost the number five by three points. What is the worst case scenario? Clemson goes mm. in week two at number 10 overall and has 11 straight victories out there being the 10th overall team. They move up to nine. They move up to eight. They move up to six. They move up to five. And then you probably jockey for position with those top teams, but have five more weeks to roll five different teams and then go into the ACC championship the last night and roll a team there. It just bolts well for them. As long as they play competitive versus Georgia, I think they clean sweep the rest of that schedule and then get that extra boost. Well, hey, they beat so-and-so in the ACC championship game. They now won 11 straight games. I think they're going to be in. Now, if they have two losses, they're out. But if they lose in a close, hard-fought game to Georgia opening night here, they're still going to get in the college football playoff to me. Yeah, all in all, too, this very well could end up being a moot point because – Clemson is favored to win this football game. And yes. just a couple of notes here as I was breaking this one down. And I actually think I will end up playing this because Donnie and I, we've talked about, you know, before being cautious week one of an NFL season. If you're going to be cautious of an NFL season, how you're not ca- uh, cautious of a college football season. But some things may jump off of the page here. Clemson has played seven games against teams ranked five or better over the last three years. And yes, I'm including your national championships and college football games, uh, college football playoff games, because Typically, that's where you see this caliber of an opponent. Of those seven games, five of the seven have gone over this total of 50 and a half. The two exceptions were the two games where Notre Dame, or Notre Dame got absolutely obliterated by Clemson. Mm. And it happens. So those are the two exceptions to the rule here. And if you think Georgia's going to get blown out, then that's where the total could get in some trouble. But it's why, Donnie, my favorite bet of this game is a Clemson team total over 26 and a half. I know Georgia has a tremendous defense. They had a tremendous defense last year. Bama and Florida put 40-plus on them last season. DJU battle-tested. We saw what he did last year at Notre Dame. You cannot look past that performance here. I think Clemson will be able to get into probably the 30s in this football game. You just need them over 26 and a half. It's the bet that jumped out to me the most in this game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point, and, and I like where you're going with this because Clemson's going to be explosive. You have a big quarterback that's mobile with a big arm, and, and we've seen offenses for Clemson over the years with Trevor Lawrence dominate. Now, I'm not saying that DJU is going to be Trevor Lawrence, per se, game to game, but he certainly has the moniker, and you're right. Isn't it nice where you're not handing off the reins like you saw in Ohio State from Justin Fields, and you say, we got to break in a new young quarterback out here. Let's see how he plays. DJ's played in some big football games here already in college football, mm-hmm. and in practice, more importantly, he had to go up against Trevor Lawrence to try to hang with him and pick his brain. He is set up for success here in this football game. But how about this, Kevin? From a defensive side perspective, if you look at Clemson, a lot of returners coming back on defense. And I like the fact that Georgia is an SEC football team. They reload every year. They lose a lot of players. They have talent behind it. But you're looking at maybe three to four starters back on that Georgia defense. Maybe opening night, a little bit of caution on defense that maybe can allow some big plays to happen from Clemson on this neutral site game. I like where your head is at in this one because I do think Clemson's not going to score 17, right, Kevin? They're going to score points in this game. Also, just wanted to add, there is a prop on Clemson to win all of their games and the national championship plus 440. Interesting numbers. We'll come right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. 
That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we are back right here on a football Friday. Continue to move through the college football board here. I'm trying to order these probably in, in how important they are. The thing is, the drop-off from Clemson, Georgia, to the rest of the board, even though it's a great slate, again, that is such a massive, massive game. But the next one I want to bring up here is Alabama-Miami, the defending national champions losing first-round talent after first-round talent. But then again, don't they always against Miami neutral site game here being played down in Atlanta Georgia this is an interesting one because you've got Bryce Young with no experience Donnie against the Eric King and the Hurricanes who have all the experience here how do we feel about one verse 14 I feel good about watching the football game and I always like the preference you know you can see in the background that is a Kenny Phillips Miami Hurricanes jersey you see a little bit of Sebastian the Ibis in the background as well Uh, so I am a Hurricanes fan from way back but when I look at this I always like the stepping up in the competition you know way back in the day in the 80s and the 90s Miami had the moniker we'll play anywhere anytime it doesn't matter bring it on number one number two number three we'll go to your house you come to our house we'll play I like the fact that they're playing Alabama but I think the point spread is correct here, Kevin. You know, you're opening it up here at the FanDuel Sportsbook around 17s, 18 and a halfs in that range. Now we're sitting at 19 and a halfs. It's so hard to, get to go against Alabama because when we always use these terms, these teams just don't, you know, get out there and lose players. They just reload every season. It's not the case with Alabama. Every single year now, it just seems where they couldn't find that dominant quarterback, but serviceable guys. Now you're finding first-round talent at quarterback left and right for Nick Saban's Alabama Crimson Tide. It's amazing to watch. Their offense should be great this year once again. Their defense is always impeccable under Nick Saban. Now, some of the numbers that we look at in college football from even a decade ago, they don't hold up because it's more of an offensive game. But credit Nick Saban to turning over a new leaf, saying, hey, we used to always dominate on defense. Let's really open up the offense. But let's get from a Miami perspective. And I guess this is the NIL ball, right? Two highly paid quarterbacks in college football that are going to square up. Love the fact it's in Atlanta. It's ACC country. If there's 80,000 people in the Dome, 75,000 will probably be crazed Alabama fans rooting on their crimson time because Atlanta, Georgia is SEC country, and that's what they do. They're going to show out in that football game. They'll be excited. I'm looking for a measuring stick game, Kevin, for the Miami Hurricanes. I don't think they can win this football game, and rightfully so. They're getting about three touchdowns in this one. But I think propelling them towards the ACC to have success, if they go out and lose this football game 38-28, to 28, I'm going to give them a pat on the back and say, hey, what more did you want out of this? We showed up. We played well. We fought hard. But from a Miami Hurricanes perspective, you know, maybe they're not looking at it like this. They have a lot of returning starters on defense. They have Derek King, at quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the country who miraculously recovered from a horrific knee injury in the bowl game last year. He's starting week one, which maybe you thought he wasn't even coming back to school. There is a lot of speed in town on Miami. But once again, Kevin, this is Alabama, and this is different. And the one thing that scares a Miami Hurricane backer the most is just go back to the opening weekends of the football season when Alabama plays in showcase games, Kevin. It is blowout (laughs) after blowout after blowout. What changes here? If you give Nick Saban six months to get ready for your football team, holy moly, Kevin. Yeah, it's not great. Here's the interesting thing with this, though, is if Miami is going to be legitimate this year, and again, 
I understand, like, yes, Miami checks in 14. No, we don't think that they can beat a Clemson or certainly here in Alabama. But Miami doesn't think that. Miami thinks that this could be a special year for them. They should be able to cover this number here. I mean, you're getting almost three touchdowns in your opening game here. Bryce Young has no experience. We saw that with C.J. Stroud. Do you want to take a first-half number with Miami? I'm not so sure. Here's the interesting thing, because what do you have in terms of a reference point here? Now, Every single year in college football, there's turnover, turnover, turnover. But since 2015, Miami has played Clemson three times. They've lost each of those games by 25 or more points. So I can't take the points with Miami because as also Donnie mentioned here, Bama rolls. Bama always rolls. But you look at the team total for the Hurricanes, Donnie, and it's 20 and a half. And De'Aaron King should be able to score against Alabama, who, let's be honest here, this program is more offense than defense now. Still, obviously, tons of defensive talent, but they are more offense than defense. It pushes me towards whether it be Miami's team total or perhaps just the game over on its own here. It feels like there should be points in the Dome. That's that way the game jumps off to me. I want to move forward over to Wisconsin-Penn State because this is another. there's a lot of big games on this weekend here. This is a couple of top 20 ranked teams. Wisconsin hosting Penn State as five and a half point favorites here. Total moving back and forth right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Checks in at a 49 and a half here. Uh, Donnie, a great game to get a sense of two teams that are going to be trying to push Ohio State as this season goes on. Yeah, No, they certainly are. And it's another tough atmosphere. This is what I like to talk about, Kevin, week one, because this is that big noon football game that they're going to have. So maybe you don't have the night atmosphere, but you still have, Kevin, the key word, in atmosphere in college football. We talked about it last night watching on In Play Sports Tonight. Boy, isn't it just nice to watch this Minnesota-Ohio State game with a packed house, a rabid audience. You saw Tennessee, you know, the orange is back. Everybody's in the stands. So my question here is, how are we going to handle this as young football players? Some freshmen, some sophomores that haven't been around big crowds. Now you go to Camp Randall, and they're going to have, again, 70,000 loud, screaming fans going against you in that environment. The same way if this game was at home, Kevin, with Penn State, you would have a massive crowd on your side. I want to see how they deal with it because sometimes you can equate things to how teams come out and it's the first game of the season. Keep in mind, a lot of football teams use week zero and week one as a tune-up. Case in point, last night, a MAC football team goes down to SEC territory. They start out a little bit slow, the Tennessee Volunteers, and then put them away and say, hey, this is what we're supposed to do as an SEC football team. Yeah, we just weren't used to it in the first half. You don't get those mistakes here. You don't get a mulligan. You're going on the road to play one of the better football teams in the Big Ten with the you know Wisconsin Badgers. But when I look at the game overall, the line movement here, FanDuel, New Jersey, opened up at a minus 4.5, now sits at a 5.5. Am I wrong for thinking that it's an opening game, a talented Penn State team can keep this close, if not win it? I do lean towards Penn State here early, but I'll be watching this football game and saying, you know what? Let me get a gauge on how these two teams are moving the football or how it lines up here. Is one team getting the better of the other team, or is it just a little bit lucky where one team is playing keep-away football? I look at this game overall, and I say, I want to take the points here early with Penn State. I trust they can keep it close and possibly win, but at the same time, I need to see it play out when these kids, again, going into a tough environment to play football at Camp Randall in Wisconsin. It's such a perfect game to learn about a couple of teams here. Perfect game for live betting. Penn State last year closed hot. They also didn't win within their first four games here. So how much does that momentum carry over? Let's be honest. They're playing some bad football teams to close out the season. Then there is the mystery that is Graham Mertz because he played Illinois. He had one incompletion. He was a perfect quarterback. Then COVID hit. He was a pretty bad quarterback here. It feels it like a game, Donnie, where it's maybe Penn State over, Wisconsin under, if you're looking for kind of correlated action between side and total here. It feels like a great game, though, to look for some live opportunities because I feel like it will be a close game to where if you're able to get above a touchdown in-game with either side, it feels like that could be a strong play. Another Big Ten game that we'll have enough time to talk about here within this segment that is between a couple of ranked teams, Donnie, Iowa, Indiana. 
18 Iowa hosting 17 Indiana as anywhere between kind of three and a half and four point favorites right now three and a half on the FanDuel Sportsbook total checking in at 46 and a half everybody talking about the Hoosiers magical season last year people believe that Indiana can push Ohio State this year they open up as dogs against Iowa should be a good one here. And the reason I say that is Indiana does have some expectations on the season, but as always, Iowa, usually a very good and fundamentally sound football team, particularly at home at Kinnick. But how about this, Kevin? The FanDuel Sportsbook, they opened this line at three and a half. We haven't had any movement. Still sitting at three and a half, which is very interesting. But how about the total? Typically, we see higher totals in college football. FanDuel opened up at 47 and a half, and now we see 46 and a half here. I wonder if that line goes even lower at this point. And I have to say, I'm kind of interested in the over because I do like the offense for Indiana. Freifogel is a very good wide receiver. Penix Jr. is a talented mobile quarterback, and I do think Iowa can put up some points here against the Indiana Hoosiers defense. If we're looking for a victory, that line is tight. Three and a half years of home team, basically, mm-hmm. you get three or four points for being home. So on a neutral site, these teams would be probably a pick em. I'm a little bit higher on the season for Indiana. But the fact that this game is on the road to start, and again, I hasten it by saying, you didn't have any warm-up games, Kevin. You're just parachuting right in here to Iowa to play in front of a yeah. big-time atmosphere against a good football team and having to pull out a victory. We've seen the medal of this Indiana team last year. That is a good football team that brought a lot of players back this year. But I have to say, once again, circling back, 46 and a half in this football game, to me, Kevin, seems a little bit light. I don't think this is going to be a 20 to 17 battle, which means I'm going to be in that for the over. 46 and a half for me in this one. I tend to agree, and I think specifically the Iowa team total has some juice to it here. Here's the interesting thing. Indiana had this incredible season, 6-2, and 6-2. and two. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Iowa was also 6-2. and two. Arguably actually had a better season. The difference is Indiana's not supposed to do that. Iowa football is supposed to do that. They lost their first two games of the year by a combined five points Iowa last year and then won six straight, and they were rolling teams. They blew out Penn State. They dominated Wisconsin, and they went over what is their team total listed right now, 24.5, in all six of those victories here. I think I would lay the points with the Hawkeyes. I think, again, a team total jumping out here. You can tell, learning from my guy, DRS, the Hawkeyes Mm. team total at 24.5. Makes a lot of sense in this football game as well. Talking more college football. Look to maybe hit some Major League Baseball if we have the time. Next right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
back right here on Sports Grid. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wright side. Still a ton to get to, so let's keep this train moving. How about another game here? Ranked versus ranked. Texas hosting Louisiana as a nine point favorite right now here this game on the FanDuel Sportsbook is up to nine and a half so creeping closer to that 10 in fact it seems like the number is going closer and closer in Texas direction a total of 58 and a half and the one thing Don that I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't bring up is last year Louisiana first game of the season at Iowa State they went outright 31 to 14 could the Longhorns be on upset alert I don't think so, but there's a common, you know, occurrence here, which most people are probably sitting down and just thinking without actually paying much attention. Oh, Texas and Louisiana both are wrapped up. Oh, that's LSU. That's LSU playing. No, not necessarily here. It's Louisiana, the raging Cajuns that actually have a very good football team right here. Yeah. But I talked to you last week about this game, and you quickly corrected me because I'm still under the impression that Texas throws their helmets to midfield and picks up a victory in this game. And I still believe that because I am big on Sark being the head football coach. I think this offense can take a leap. But once again, Kevin, we're seeing a teams that don't play that week zero game and just coming in as two ranked opponents. And you're talking about Texas saying, hey, we really don't know who our quarterback is. We'll find out possibly during the game. That might be one of those indicators that says, hey, take a deep breath on this football game. Watch it play over the first two quarters. You'll know who's decided, who's actually getting into the backfield, who's not being able to block, who's missing wide open throws that you know will eventually be connected here. I do think Texas can win this game by double digits, and that's the way I'll stick with it here, Kevin. So Texas was a team, as we were doing our preseason prep, and I've told you guys there's a couple teams that kind of made this list of just – they were on team total watch alert because there's a lot of talent here. You're going to hear Bijan Robinson's name all season long. And I believe that Sark is going to come over here and do really good things with this program. I'm Texas is back. We'll see. That's usually around week four and then usually not true around week six. I think Texas wins this football game. I'm not super inclined to lay nine and a half or take nine and a half. The thing is, the quarterback uncertainty, and I don't know if it's uncertainty because a part of me wonders if they're just being kind to Casey Thompson, who might have just lost this job legitimately to Hudson Card here, but as opposed to maybe a Texas team total, because Louisiana does bring back a lot of their defensive talent from last season. They also bring back almost all of the key offensive players, especially at the quarterback position here as well for Louisiana. The number's 58 and a half, high for a reason. I think this is a game that features a lot of points, a lot of scoring, and I think there's some juice to that over 58 and a half. Moving through some other games here on the weekend card, one win total game here that's a big game, and we can maybe even just quickly talk, Donnie, about some of the win total situations that you and I will be following this weekend here, but a big one for my LSU over, because this is a tight spread here against the UCLA Bruins, a UCLA team that looked very, very strong in their opening game against Hawaii. It is dipped below that field goal spread right now, only two and a half for the Tigers, high total, 65 and a hook. No, no doubt about it. And this is an interesting one as well, Kevin, because this is one of those, you know, we're talking about, hey, these two teams haven't played yet. They're going to get dropped into a big environment. This will be a big environment here for both of these teams. But you know what? You know who played last week? UCLA and Chip Kelly. They had the dress rehearsal right out of the way. They had some of the nerves. And also keep in mind as well, Kevin, UCLA played at home. So it's the same notion. Hey, we took the buses there this week. We got dressed in the locker room at this time. We played on this same mm-hmm. surface. You're going to do the same thing where LSU has not played a football game and comes in. But I have to say, if we're just looking from an SEC talent perspective, sure, LSU should be able to roll. But the fact is, a lot of good football players are still left there on UCLA from last year. And the simple fact for me from UCLA that differentiated them from being a Pac-12 player to maybe possibly getting into the national championship picture is their schedule is ridiculous. And it starts with LSU. If we're looking at a cheap number, if we're trying to read lines here, Kevin, Mm -hmm. I'm saying this is a UCLA line. Yes, they're home and maybe they should be favored. No, absolutely not. Most people would look at this game as an SEC talent here with LSU. They should step in and just whip up on a Pac-12 opponent. But the advantages here are two of them, as I just said. You already have one game under the belt for UCLA. Of course, I mean, come on, they beat Hawaii. It's not really that big of a deal. But the simple fact that they already played a game, played in their home building, and had a lot of success, that helps out. Because if you're looking for a slow start out of LSU, you might get one here as they play their first football game in a decent environment. So maybe it's one of those where if you're looking at LSU at plus two and a half, Kevin, I think we can both agree 
mostly. They better have a lead at the half if they expect to beat LSU here for a full four quarters. If LSU is up 14-3, to 21-10 at the break, I'm not so sure UCLA can win this game or stay within that line. So if I'm looking to bet UCLA, the only way I'm looking in this one, Kevin, first half for the Bruins. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'll just say this right now, again, as far as the win totals go, this is not a game. This is probably the main win total game for me of the week. That's not true. I have a Duke game today, which just to remind people (laughs) as well, the Ohio State team total off the board, but the rest of these are still actionable there. Go back to Wednesday's episode. But I'll say this, Donnie, as far as a Friday slate, three of the win total teams are in action massive, massive Duke game for yours truly. And you've got the Michigan State under in action, and I believe as well the Wake Forest over in action. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good night to, or a good night tonight to watch football, no doubt about it. North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Can Virginia Tech get a big victory here? And our Sandman's going to play. They're going to be rocking and rolling. But the simple fact that we haven't seen this a lot, a big game at home for Virginia Tech versus North Carolina, yeah, Virginia Tech's favorite by a touchdown, right? Wrong. Minus six and a half as a favorite here to North Carolina over Virginia Tech in a really hyped up atmosphere. That'll be certainly one to watch, but also Wake Forest. Night. Give me a nice tune up, Kevin, right? Minus 32, mm-hmm. minus 31 and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook here. Wake Forest should roll, but I know all eyes will be on the prize down in the state of North Carolina as Duke takes on Charlotte tonight as a favorite of minus six and a half. Now, is this going to be one of those games, Kevin, which we watched last night Mm -hmm. in real time, where you're looking at Ohio State going, am I really going to lose this year? Because it has a feeling where if Duke (laughs) does not pick up a victory as a touchdown favorite versus Charlotte, not going to be a a very profitable season, so to speak, for those Duke Blue Devils trying to cash in on team totals. But I am a big Northwestern fan tonight in a three-point game. This is one of those games I have Michigan State losing. So I'll be cheering on the Northwestern Wildcats tonight to pick up that victory. And that line is 45 and a half as a total. Woo! Hold your nose on that one. Well, I'm telling you this right now. It is, you'll see on my time, you're like, man, this guy cares way too much about Duke football. The first four weeks, three of those games are must wins. Otherwise, we're going to be real toast on our win total real early. <laughs> so it is going to be high intensity, no doubt about it maybe i'll have to settle down with an episode of rampage after a good old duke game here just to mention on that unc game that donnie brought up here sam howell one of the top choices for the heisman trophy award one of the big narratives around this team this year michael carter javante williams the backfield to the nfl deami brown daz newsom out turnover 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 for this program but howell remains it sets up beautifully where if he performs the way he has over the past couple of years, he is going to be able to really, really contend for the Heisman. Also wanted to bring up Nani in action. The Heisman favorite, plus 650, Spencer Rattler. To be honest with you, I don't see how that number, it probably just goes down a little bit here because they should put up a gazillion points against Tulane, mainly because the Sooners should always put up a gazillion points. And also, you know, I think this game was supposed to be scheduled to play in New Orleans, so now it shifts a little bit here, and you're seeing the increase in line as the FanDuel Sportsbook have it open up at 27.5 in this one, up to 31. You're right. You should get a lot of points, but also, sometimes you try to play out the What's the mindset here of Oklahoma? They're going to win this football game easy. Does that mean Rattler needs to throw for five touchdown passes and 275 yards in the first half because he's not going to play in the second half? Or if we see a little bit of a struggle in this football game for Oklahoma, this will be one to watch because that's a high total as well. Close to 70 points checking in here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. The exact number, 68 and a half, the over, juiced a little bit to minus 115. Should be a runaway victory here at around that 27 and a half or 31 and a half, depending on what it closes at once we get some of those final numbers but this should be a good start for a Heisman campaign for Spencer Rattler here no doubt about it also on Rattler the last time we saw him the Cotton Bowl against Florida now listen don't let Oklahoma fans try and skew you on that game Florida sent in basically only Kyle Trask that game but Rattler had a big one almost 300 total yards of offense and four total touchdowns will also of course be following those standalone Sunday Monday games Notre Dame at Florida State a and what an awesome game between Ole Miss and Louisville entirely because the total is well above 70. And that's what you love to see. It'll be a Monday night shootout. But with just a couple of minutes left here in the show, I want to throw it over to Donnie for just uh, a sense of the circle plays on today's Major League Baseball board because there's still money to be made in Major League Baseball. Still about a month or so left here in this regular season, Donnie. What are you circling up here on a Friday? 
I'll tell you what's interesting here. One of the games that, you know, Houston has really struggled at the plate, but you're only a product of your environment, the pitchers you face, and also in the ballparks that you play in. So Houston goes on the road tonight, Kevin. They're going to be playing a 10-10 tonight. And there's a pitcher on the mound today that I still can't believe is A, in Major League Baseball, but B, he's not pitching for like the Orioles, where it's like, hey, we just need arms out here, Kevin, to try to get through the rest of the season. We are in a playoff race right now, and Jake Arrieta is expected to take the mound once again tonight for the San Diego Padres. So if we're looking at the numbers that I love to look at, a little bit elevated XFIP doesn't strike anybody out. That's usually bad enough. But take a look at this. And some people are listening for the first time. I love weighted on base percentages, and I love ISO power numbers. It tells how the batter is handling each plate appearance against a certain pitcher and vice versa, how a pitcher is handling a certain amount of players at the plate, lefty and righty. Jake Arrieta has faced 29 batters, Kevin, over the last 30 days from the left-hand side. 320 is your average in Major League Baseball. He's allowing 594 as a weighted on base percentage to lefties in the lineup. That's Brantley, that's Alvarez, that's Tucker tonight. Also with an ISO power number, which your average is like .165 to .170. That's your average major league player. He's up to a 308 versus lefties, Jake Arrieta. So you flip it over to the right side. 32 batters he's faced over the past 30 days from the right side. A 484 weighted on base percentage and an ISO power number of 310. I know Houston is struggling at the plate, but it's not as if you're facing Scherzer and Gaussman and some of the best pitchers in baseball, Garrett Cole. Jake Arrieta's on the mound. If he makes it through three innings, it would be a surprise here. Now, it is a National League ballpark, so you don't have the DH coming to town. But if you can't wake up at the plate against Jake Arrieta, you can't wake up at all. They are certainly a circled play. The Philadelphia Phillies tonight, they are a circled wager. The Tampa Bay Rays seeming like nightly being a circled wager at the plate. And then also the Toronto Blue Jays. So even though our eyes, Kevin, are focused on college football and the big weekend ahead here with the Mm -hmm. NFL on deck, there's still some money to be made in the Major League Baseball season. And I think we can make some tonight with a few of those plays. Couple other quick notes here in terms of Major League Baseball. New market on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Haven't seen them do this up until this point in the season. It'll say series winner when you go to the app or the website, wherever you like to check it out. And it's for the you know series that are going to be being played over this weekend. For example, the Yankees and the Orioles. The Yankees, minus 650. You're not going to lay that. However, plus 120 for the Yanks to sweep Baltimore. That might be interesting to you. Other important series notes. The Mets and the Phillies have combined for 10 consecutive wins. One, the Mets playing the Nationals. The Phillies now playing the Marlins. Atlanta is going to need results if they are going to keep those teams at bay. Lastly, but probably most importantly, the Giants host the Dodgers for the final three Mm. head-to-head games of the season between these teams. Whoever wins this series will probably be favored to win this division. Caveat, if the Giants win the series, they're not going to be favored to beat the Dodgers at this point. But it is a very, very big series, and I am excited to watch it all play out. College football, Major League Baseball, the next time, NFL. However, one quick little segment left where Ariel Epstein will join Don and let you know what's coming up on the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Last segment of the week for the early line on a football Friday right here on Sports Grid. Both myself, Andy Wrightside, and Kevin Walls carrying you through to 7 9 a.m. setting the table for an exciting weekend. And now it's time to hand off because it is football season, to the morning after. Over the next three hours, Ariel Epstein and Ben Stevens, they have you covered. And this is going to be a sensational weekend because we already saw last night, Ariel, a big-time college football game and a big-time performance by a young guy, C.J. Stroud, leading the Ohio State to victory. Welcome in on a football Friday, Ariel. It is a football Friday. Last night was so exciting. I couldn't wait to sit on my couch from like 7 p.m. Eastern time on. I did just that until midnight, even one in the morning because we had that late Central Florida game up against Boise State. Donnie, it was exciting. There were so many moments from a gambling perspective, whether it was on spreads or totals, where it really did matter where you got certain numbers. Yep, and also last night, you know, my first foray into in-game betting in college football took Ohio State when they were down 14-10, minus 4.5 to win. They were sensational in the second half. We always like to look ahead. How about this weekend? Alabama, Miami. We got Clemson and UGA. What are we looking forward to in the Epstein household for this weekend's college football slate? Labor Day weekend. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I am really excited because we are going to get uh, a really great game, a playoff potential preview in UGA and Clemson. I'm curious how the college football playoff committee is going to actually grade this game. I feel terrible because if this really does ruin the chances for either of these teams to make a college football playoff just in week one, it's just such a bad grading system. You need time for your team to get used to each other. These are two teams at Georgia, only five returning defensive players. Clemson, a new quarterback, even though they did get to deal with uh, their quarterback, DJ Uangalele. I'm trying really hard to get this. Uh, the Clemson Great. quarterback was participating in two games last year because Trevor Lawrence had to miss it because of COVID protocols. We did see him average seven points per game. However, how is the team going to do now that he is the one starting week one? How are these defenses going to match up? That's what I'm most intrigued by, Donnie. By the way, massive props here. As long as you just don't call him DJ and you try the second half of that name, you get massive props from me. So stay tuned to the morning after 9 to 12 on the Sports Grid Network. Ariel and Ben, they'll take you through. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.